So we're going to jump into these. Uh, we got, and we're going to try to knock out three episodes, but real quick. Doki Uh In episode 18, the beginning. Uh, hello. Ni hao. <laughs> so listen, it's phonetically. It's phonetically, right? Okay. So just knock yourself out. We're going to speak Chinese tonight. We're going to teach the audience Chinese. And if it's wrong, which it probably is, I'll go knock on my neighbor's door. Do say and stop ask meddling. I don't know America that one. I don't, I don't know that one. But this one here is going to be Ni Hao. Ni Hao. Ni Hao. Yeah. Bob? Ni Hao? Ni Hao. Ni Hao. Ki Hen Gao Xing. Repeat after the teacher. Get in that microphone, Robert. Rangwan Lidi Shi Guang Chi Shu Xia Ki. Q, excuse me, Xia Q. Rangwan Li Xing Gawang Chi Shu Xia Kui. Yeah, that sounds right. Rangwan Lidi. Well, here's one. Here's one. Tone. You gotta you gotta say that and then I'll, I'll oh, say what it means. Okay. Oh, the next one? Say say what okay. the next one means. Go ahead. Uh, no, pigu. Say it, say it. Uh, say it like say it like with the melody. Wushi Wanda Pikagu Huwa Mineng Shu Wang. Wushi Jun Wa da Pico Wubu Neng Shu Wang. I think you said more than what was <laughs> I and like that, big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say Sir Mix-a-Lot in Chinese? Uh, I have no idea. I don't even know if any of these uh, translations are correct. But, you know, been looking at it's our... Uh, fun to try. It is, right? So, uh, hello, folks in Chinese. Ni hao. Xie thank you. Yeah, that's right. I don't even have that on here. Uh, nice to meet you. Gi an ni hen gao xing. Uh, let the good times roll. Go ahead, Ben. Rang wang li shang guang xi shou. No, Chi Show, Chi Yeah, very good. And then I like big butts, and I cannot lie, Bob. Wushi Chan Da Pi Go Hey man, I figured I'd just throw. I throw a tonight. Yeah, Wang Chuck. So listen, let's throw a throw a little mix a lot in there just to break things up. I but no Wang Chung. No, I didn't. You know what? I didn't. I didn't. I, that would have been perfect to say everybody Wang Chung tonight and see how that came yeah. up. Um, you know, it would take me a couple of seconds here. Wang to Chung it. is a pretty. They have a couple of good songs. Everybody I like everybody Wang, Wang Chung. Chung. Yeah, that wasn't a reason. bad song. Uh, you two talk until that I and uh, what was your other song, Bob? I don't know. I'll tell you why. Dance all days. Dance all days. Love. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was a good one. That was a good tune. That and the Thompson Twins. I, I didn't really like those songs at the time, but now I love them because it takes me back to being. There's the Thompson Twins. Okay, here you we know, go. Sing that song, "Hold Me Now." Yeah. Oh, oh my heart. Stay with me. Come on and stay with me. Let love. That's a good song. Wang Chung the like Yeah, Tom. Jin Wang. Abraham Wang Wang. That's it? Jin Jin Wang. Abraham Wang. Abraham Wang. Jin Wang. Abraham Wang. Wait, 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 wait. Is clear the throat part of the uh, word? Jin Wang. Abraham Wang. Wang. Is that? And let's see what the translation actually says. Tonight, everyone Wang. 
I don't see. Yeah. See, this is where you got to be careful. <laughs> you so tonight, up. everyone Wang in China, okay? Hey, I just figured we'd, I just like figured we'd throw a little curveball. Oh, my God. Uh, just mix it up a little bit. But um, so, how nice. you guys doing? Seriously. How's everybody? Since the last time we spoke? I'm by the seat of my pants the last two weeks. By the seat of your pants. What's going seat. on with you, sir? Just, you're not sleeping at night. Not you got, sleeping right you said night. you're stress-free as well. We I need am to get to the bottom of this. It's I think we should stress, take a couple of minutes. Everything's like, you know, you get home. You got to jump to this. And then you got to jump to that. And then jump to that. No time to sit down and decompress. And yet it's you're here nuts. where you could be decompressing. Decompressing. But do you find this therapeutic, though? Yeah. Once you get in here, start laughing. So is this kind of like a decompression yeah. for you? All right. Sure. I, I, you see, I know you're a busy guy. Yeah. And I felt bad about, you know, nah, we, nah. we're flexible. We're good. But with you, I know you're working all day. You're working hard. You Long know, line at Wawa tonight. Like, well, there you go. Yeah, Anybody you go in front Wawa. of you hit the Apple thing? Have, one, yeah, person, credit card, one person at the register. And right as I'm no. going up, five little kids jump in front of me. Uh. And it's not like, hey, Timmy, you pay for our stuff and we'll yeah. give you up outside. Yeah. It's I'll pay, you know, a dollar eighty five for my stuff. Mm. And then as I go to suddenly it's complicated. Pay for my two dollar and thirty five cents. Hey, oh. I'm short a quarter. Timmy, come back here. Come uh, back here as he's walking out the door. Come back and give, wow. me, give me a quarter. Mm. <laughs> and it just kept going. Domino, so, uh, domino effect. Do, doing any meditation at all? I can't meditate. What do you do before you go to bed? If, if, before you go prayers. to sleep? No, I under, yeah, I say I'm, my prayers. And so I what's just, your routine? I just are you watching TV? Are you looking at your phone? Uh, I'll put the TV on, but I'll close my eyes. And I fall asleep fast. Bang. But you wake up, and then you're like, what? Well, I wake up, and I have to go to the bathroom. Right. Take a leak, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. just once. Right. And uh, then when I wake up, can't get back to sleep. But my mind you, just thinks about so anything. So this is what I'm about to get to. Anything. When you're laying there. Tying my shoes. Staring at the black ceiling. I close my eyes. I can't There's no one to talk to. And now your mind's racing. I think it needs to count sheep. Have count you ever, sheep? Have you ever tried counting no, sheep? No. Count sheep? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. They say if you can't get to sleep within the first five or ten minutes, get up, do something. And okay. go back and try to okay. try to get to sleep. Did you have you ever heard that, Bob? Seriously, if you can't sleep, they my say get up. My brother-in-law, who mm -hmm. I love, he's he's like a nervine. He is a nervine. Mm -hmm. If he can't sleep, he'll get up and start doing calisthenics in the middle of the night. He I'm, said, "Man, I was doing like side bends, doing push-ups, and well, that would get you know, to me. That would get my adrenaline pumping, doing and side planks and all that stuff." But honestly, I I've done that before, where I'm laying in bed, I don't feel like just letting you know remnant like letting the mind ruminate. Sure, you get up. And then you just, I can, I would come in here. I'd spend five minutes in here. It's pitch dark in here. It don't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just doing something other than land. You are fully clothed, right? I'm, yes, of course. I do sleep. I don't, I don't well, you said it's it. pitch dark. Like, you know, we didn't need to well, know that. that, that, that yeah, but here, here's what you're not was... understanding. I live in the woods, right? I'm in the middle of the forest here. And uh, you watch Scooby Doo when they like flash <laughs> to the darkness. There's always like these little there's eyes always two glowing eyes. Like yeah. Well, but you, <laughs> like look, five sets you of see, eyes. what am I? What are we looking at here? I'm on the seventh floor. These blinds never get closed. Yeah, well, God makes really tall people, you know. Well, we'll speak about that tonight okay. uh, in our episode. Our very uh, will it be the first episode. Tree climbers. No, there is. Um, uh, the first episode? Oh, no, it's not going to be in the first. It's going to be on the third episode that we're going to talk about. Uh, do, 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 do. A very tall a very tall being. Anyway. Okay. Bob, how you doing, buddy? Awesome. Bob said a whole awesome. lot there. Bob, listen, this is what I love about Bob. He's always been this way. He is like the the sensei calming peace, uh, the peaceful cloud. That's why I call that him rides, the That appears among the ocean in the morning. 
but he could encapsulate everything and rule it all. How's that sound? Pretty True. corny, right? Yeah. No, that fog that rolls in on the ocean, <laughs> next thing you know, it encompasses you and you're lost. The next thing you know, you're out in the middle of the sea. And, you're, and that's yeah, his power. Bob's the hit. That's his power. <laughs> now, Bob right? is the hit. It's man. his superpowers. Yeah. No, Bob has always retained this level of calm. Um, 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 you know, like the, um, yeah. oh, I'm going to kick your ass. We had a Christmas party and uh, they had invited the Ridley Park post office to attend. And we used to have, you know, I used to have to call there for different things. And the one girl goes to the other. Doesn't he have the com- the most common voice when you talk to him? You do. Phone? Yeah. You yeah. are. Because, yeah. I, I'm not just making that up. You are an extremely calm individual. So uh, yeah. somehow that has to emanate his direction. But tonight, uh, we are going to jump into uh, two um, conspiracy theories. I know we were going to do some 80s stuff and some 70s stuff, but you know what I thought to myself? You said Chanel. Self, I think we should stick to what we're doing. Go ahead. Because we're having a good time. Go yeah. ahead. So, have you guys ever heard of the Philadelphia Experiment? Yes, I have. All right. Uh, share what you know. Do you know anything about it? I started reading what you sent me. <laughs> okay. I just started reading it. But uh, basically, they transported a uh, naval ship from Philadelphia to Norfolk, Virginia. So the theory goes, by utilizing uh, Einstein's theory. Bink, what do you know, man? Well, I, I don't know exactly how they did it, but as Bob said, um, it, it's funny. One of my buddies from work and I, Mr. Gar, with the G, Gar. Gar. From the movie Mask. No, not that Gar. <laughs> that was Gar. His last name's Gar. He, he, he can get some into some deep conversations with you about stuff. Uh, we were talking about this last uh, Thursday, it was, actually. Okay. Yeah, when I was picking punks. Well, it was uh, it was about Einstein's unified theory, uh, and that was uh, what the concept was that to 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 make a a warship invisible. Like so, imagine it that if you could possibly do that to transport a a warship. So, um, I accessed the uh, Department of the Navy Naval Historical Center's uh, archives, and I came up with this little information sheet. So maybe I'll read that for you. Go ahead. All right. And it's in the public domain, I would hope. <laughs> if not, they'll if be knocking. Not, in yeah. fact, I uh, to be straight up with you, I tried to call them and no one answered. They said, leave a message, and I do not do that. So, uh, But, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll read the latest, uh, the latest episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. So this was written uh, December 11th, 1998. It says, allegedly in the fall of 1943, a U.S. destroyer was made invisible and teleported from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to Norfolk, Virginia, in an incident known as the Philadelphia Experiment. Records in the Operational Archives brand of the Naval Historical Center have been repeatedly searched, but not one document has ever been located which can confirm the event or any interest by the Navy in attempting such an event. Like, they're really going to put something like that in a file? Sure. If that's going to happen, it's on the down low, like on a big time. So anyway, the ship involved uh, in the experiment was supposedly the USS Eldridge. Operational Archives has review of the deck log and award diary from the Eldridge's commissioning on August 27, 1943. And that states that uh, the Eldridge remained in New York in the Long Island Sound until 16th of February, and then it sailed to Bermuda. Uh, so it tells all these different places where it was. The whole thing was... Uh, the Eldridge remained in New York on availability training and in Block Island Sound until December 31st when it steamed to Norfolk with four other ships during this time frame. Eldridge was never in Philadelphia. Now, 
uh, several books have been written to state that there was this one ship, and I, let me see if I can find where it was, that these folks said, uh, they were, it was like a cargo ship, that they said they actually uh, witnessed it appear uh, in Norfolk. However, uh, I don't believe... Yeah, yeah, I was never there, first of all, but uh, first of all, this actually happened, and has actually been called Project Rainbow as well. A comprehensive search of the archives failed to identify any records of a Project Rainbow. You're not going to find something like that in, in any kind of records, correct? Sure. Uh, some researchers have erroneously concluded that degaussing has a connection with making an object invisible. Degaussing is a process in which a system of electrical cables are installed around the circumference of the ship's hull, running from bow to stern on both sides. A measured electrical current is passed through these cables to cancel out the ship's magnetic field. Degaussing equipment was installed in the hull of Navy ships and could be turned on whenever the ship was in waters that might contain magnetic mines, usually shallow water in combat areas. It could be said that degaussing correctly done makes a ship invisible to the sensors of magnetic mines, but the ship remains visible to the human eye, radar, and to underwater listening devices. So, hoax? True? We will never know. Yeah, they're never going to uh, tell us. I've been down the Navy Yard. I didn't see anything. There you go. Ho, ho, there you go. Ho. Supposedly What's it's that loaded with ships. <laughs> It's loaded. There are ships down there. I heard there's Bigfoot swimming across that Navy. Well, maybe. laps. Is that right? Was yeah. his arm wounded when he's swimming? By the way, I checked with my brother-in-law this weekend. It wasn't him. That's not him. Down he's there. got a good arm. He's got a good arm. I, I, was, I was never like, you know. Swimming you know. in what river was that now? The Indian or the Elk? <laughs> that was the Elk River. It's the Elk River. Crystal Beach, Maryland. Yeah, it wasn't him. It's the Elk River. It was okay. not him. But uh, anyway, uh, there you he go. said, I did a lot of swimming. And he still wants to swim to uh, Turkey Point. Well, anyway, we have these. How uh, far is that, by the way? You know what? I don't know. It looks like something it's at saying least two a point, mile. Something, something, something in my head is like like one point eight or two miles. I don't know exactly. I know it, it always looks a lot. He says he than still that. wants to do it. He's approaching seven. He probably could pull that off, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, no. Starting point is where Crystal Beach. Crystal Beach to Turkey Point. Back That's in a, the day, I would put money. Not a problem that he could make it. Well, the current is you're fighting the current in the middle, just would, like those would, people would, like trying to escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah. very strong character. And, you know, so. mm, well, there's the, right off Crystal Beach. There's a big ship in land. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, you got to navigate that. Yeah. yeah you got to watch yeah. out because, again, in they the look like they're far away. Yeah. yeah. Next mm -hmm. thing you know, they're on top. And in the middle of that. are not going to see a person. Forget no. that. And, in the middle and of that what channel, are they going to stop? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's everything we got on the Philadelphia Experiment. Obviously, uh, it's been disputed whether it happened or not, whether these witnesses on this cargo ship. And eventually, uh, evidently, what they said is when it came to fruition, when it was coming back and appearing in Norfolk, there was some grotesque uh, uh, yeah, guys effects were, that happened. Yeah, guys were halfway. in the hull. Yeah, like, you heard all that. The ship. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Into the, like, just into the deck and into the part of the and steel. And they were still alive. Like, That's ah, what they said, yeah. yeah. So, and then they disappeared. The whole ship disappeared. There was a couple rumors floating around down in the Navy Yard, even back in the day, then one also that, because I know my father worked down there, and I was down there all the time. I don't know how he pulled that off and got me down there, but it was awesome um, as a kid to go down there, um, was the Sull the fighting Sullivans, the, the Sullivan ship yeah. was down there, and they swore that was haunted. And you know, I mean, like they just uh, said all kinds of funky things would happen down there, and that ship was the namesake of the Sullivan brothers mm -hmm. who were killed in the in the Pacific. Uh, that ship was torpedoed, and they had just got done uh, dropping off the atomic bomb that was uh, used in in was Japan. It, was uh, wasn't that the Indianapolis? 
It, I believe it was yeah. that they were on. Yeah. So so many folks got eaten by sharks. It was a horrific. But yeah, uh, three hundred men come out of the water. Yeah. There you go. Quint was it twelve. 1,500 men went in the water, Chief. 300 men came out. I don't know exactly. Did you ever use the word Pacific in a sentence like, I tell you what Pacific time (laughs) to be there? And if I give you that Pacific time, that's when you better be there. And then people say, what about the ocean? You're telling me something about the ocean? Oh, man. What in Pacific are you talking about? Pacifically, what are you trying to say to us, Bob? I was... Going to show a house, and I go, I go. What time did you want to see it? And they go, I can't give you a Pacific time. I'm like, well, what about Mountain or are Central? You on California time? <laughs> I, I prefer it Central uh, Central time zone. So, real quick, what do you guys think about the exper- uh, Philadelphia experiment? Uh, a yay or a nay or what? I think it's a bunch of hooey. I don't think yeah. that technology exists even today. See, that's what you think. That's that's the big question but right see, there if you're it talking... did we're not smart enough to deal with what comes with that we're, we're smart enough to figure out is what i think if, if it did happen we're smart enough to get ourselves like just smart enough to get ourselves hurt well if you right. look at advanced technology even in aviation and military you know military type of aviation even today uh, what is coming out as new has been designed oh, yeah. 25 years sure. ago which is like mind-blowing um, so back in the day, even, it, you know, it goes even to, and one day we'll talk about this as well. The moon landing. Was that real? Was that whole concept? I think that was real. And you know, but if you look at when you're down there and you're in Cape Canaveral and you're looking at the control center and you're just looking at all those ancient analog controls and you're like, how did they even pull this off? Uh, I think they crossed their fingers. There's a lot of finger. Crossed. I mean, there's a lot of brilliant people and that work. Thank God there. it's not me going out there. You know what? I mean, you know and some I mean? of the guys like, didn't guys, make like, it. That, yeah. There had to be people when they sent them up saying, "These guys ain't coming back." There's no yeah, way. I mean, how's this thing going to land? But just think how brave those guys oh, yeah. were to, to buckle up and take I that. I think, hearkening back to our earlier conversation, there was a lot of skunk smell. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. So, yeah. what about the Earth? Is it flat or round? That's another day. Good week. I got that one written down too. We're going to get to that. It's flat in some spots. Yeah, it is. Like you ever been to Nebraska? Well, it's pretty well, flat. When they run, Omaha, run a bulldozer, those are yeah, a certain it's all spot. flat. It becomes flat in that spot. In that spot. Mm. So Columbus said the world was round. Everybody said no. Yeah, but about that. All right. Speaking right. of outer space, okay. Yeah. You, you know the, the chimpanzee yeah. right? <laughs> that they first sent up? Yeah. They Both put a ones. diaper on them. Yeah, because you know they weren't sure if his head was going to explode or anything uh, like that, but they were one hundred percent sure that he was going, going to shit himself. his pants. <laughs> right, so we better put it. You know what I mean? Oh, I can you imagine that scientist. Well, I'm not sure if his head's going to explode, but he will soil himself. One hundred percent. Give him the pens. Unquestioned. Did they have the pens back then? Do you remember his name? Bubbles was, was it Bubbles? Bubbles? Bubbles, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Bubbles was uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's chimp. Yeah, but I can Bubbles. Michael I could still see him naming him Bubbles. I want to name him after the chimp that went in the space. There you go. <laughs> I could be. And I'll put a diaper on his head just in case. Back in the uh, 50s or early 60s, there was a TV show called The Hathaways. And it, okay. and it was three chimpanzees and this couple you know had the chimpanzees. I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember it. The, like, yeah, uh, and I, I kind of have were uh, always getting them in trouble. Yeah. You don't um, say. I, I mean, I wasn't around that early for it, but I remember seeing. I know somebody had a pet chimp. Yeah. 
and it ripped the lady's face off. Oh, I heard about it, that. It like yeah. gnawed her hands yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. And it was like one of the first face transplants. PG. PG. No, that's true. No, no, no. I know. It yeah. gnawed her hands off. It's the power of those animals is an absolute Yeah, incredible. you got to realize. I mean, they're wild animals. Yeah. They said mm. orangutan can take a car tire and stretch that's it. That's amazing. I would not want to say. I can't imagine what a silverback gorilla would <laughs> Oh, my God. Man. Those yeah, unbelievable. All muscle. And they're vegetarians. I just, I just saw a show where a guy, um, probably, you know, a video on Facebook or whatever, a guy raised a baby gorilla and became like its best friend. And it got, when it got to a point, I think it was five years old or something like that, they had to put him back out in the, in the wild. And wow. so it was, it's been like 10 years, whatever it's been, or 12 years. Uh, again, the numbers could probably be wrong, but he goes to the river, to the area where this. Uh, gorilla was spotted and he's calling him calling him and uh darn if that gorilla doesn't show up wow. and mm. walk right next to him and hug him oh really and wow and then it introduced his family to wow. the guy and then that what he did was they went back down river to their camp he followed through the through the water through the all the leaves and everything all the way to they got to their camp and he mm. slept on the other side of the river to watch him Hmm. And to stare at him the whole time. Well, where's a 600-pound gorilla sleep? Anywhere he wants. Anywhere he <laughs> wants. Yep. I think they get up to 600. They're huge. They're so scary. Pounds. They're scary. They're all muscle. Oh, man. All muscle. Real anybody, quick question. Anybody remember a cartoon called Magilla Gorilla? Yeah. <laughs> remember Grape Ape? Grape Ape. Beagly, beagly. Grape Ape. He sat on top of the van and he used his knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Question for you. Good question. Yeah. Is Elvis still alive? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, there's people who think that Elvis never died, first of all, and that why he went into uh, hiding is uh, because he was hiding from the mob. They said he was doing undercover work for the FBI, and he was laying his life on the line. He was asked to do uh, undercover work, and so with that, he went into witness protection because they said it was a hit on him. He's, he was going to get killed. So with that, uh, these people say, and this one woman says she wrote a book about it. She's not an Elvis fan or anything like that, but she theorizes that uh, this is what happened. He's a hero. He's, we owe him uh, major accolades for laying his life on the line. And in return, what he did was he went into obscurity. Uh, and then interestingly enough, uh, on the day that Elvis died, a guy gets on a plane and takes a plane down to Argentina from Memphis, Tennessee. They say he looks looked like Elvis, and he went by the name of John Burroughs. Well, it turns out John Burroughs is an alias that Elvis would use at hotel rooms when he toured. So that's something a little interesting. And I will go a step further. Um, in 2016, a video uh, surfaced of a groundskeeper at Graceland that people are saying is Elvis Presley at 81 years old. <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't look much like Elvis Presley, but wow. if you put maybe 100 pounds on him. Does he wiggle yeah. his hips like Elvis? There's no wiggling. There's no, like, crooked lip happening. Uh, honka, honka. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a, an interesting concept. Um, so here he died in, in August 16th, 1977. 48 or something 42. Like 42. Uh, wow. Yeah, the uh, cause of death was listed at heart failure. But here's a problem I have. Bob and I worked at the post office in 1982, eight, no, 85 to 80. I worked there till 89, mm -hmm. 90. And we repeatedly got postcards from Elvis Presley. <laughs> huh. Bob? Yes. It's, it's from true. all over. From all over the world. 
Well, they, they, you know, they came out with an Elvis stamp. Yep. They said, when is the Elvis stamp coming out? I said, at that time, they were having sightings. Right. Everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. I go, you, they can't print an Elvis stamp. And the people are there, why not? I go, you've got to be dead to be on a stamp. And everybody knows. Elvis ain't They're dead. still seeing Elvis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they're when they finally did come over. out with Check that stamp, out. <laughs> people think? started me saying, they started sending cards. Us. I'm cards. glad they put that out. I heard you were supporting me, and people were sending me <laughs> oh, postcards man, from great. the Virgin Islands. Dude, we got I'm them. down here in the Virgin Islands. We I'm, got them from uh, England, from London. Mm-hmm. We got so where, Elvis, where did you say this? We said it to customers. Yeah, I said so it. The to, word spread. I said it to family. <laughs> they said it to their friends, and before you know it, just like, we're getting uh, undulated with postcards from all around the world with us. They'll tell two friends, and we'll tell two friends, and so on, and so on. So we kept putting these cards up. I'm here, Elvis. But everybody's <laughs> like, good. well, that looks like different handwriting. I go, well, you know, it's Elvis. He's, he's going to change. He's he, not going to use the same That's what he's doing. So, Elvis. Uh, I did, That's Daily good. Times called me up. They got went, somebody must have went there. They got wind of it and said, so tell me a little bit about this. I'm going to come out and yes, do Elvis. a little story. But they never did. Never did? <laughs> That's good, though. So uh, be the judge for yourself. Did the king die or did he go into obscurity purposely? Elvis. You know, I, there's I, a lot I of impersonators. Heard a, I heard a story like that about Chuck Barris. The oh, gong, really? The gong, the gong show, show guy. Well, that he was in the yeah, CIA was, and all he, that? He was always clapping yeah. his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Next, the, got, the, he was a Philly guy, wasn't he? I Chuck Barris? They made a movie he, about he, that. He may have been. And yeah. showed him as a CIA Yeah, agent. yeah. I don't know, you know, how much, you know, I don't know that whole story, but I heard the that. The original gong show. Yeah. Always had J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Okay. The juice. Yeah. Wasn't that wasn't that her name? J.P. Morgan. Yeah, J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Um, who else did it have? Um, it had the unknown the, comic. Was young Paul Lynn? Was Paul Lynn one of the judges? Uh, Gene, mean Gene, the dancing machine. Mean Gene, the dancing machine. Yeah. Right. But the unknown <laughs> comic. I, remember, I think I remember. Chuck would be going bananas. That was a funny show. Yeah, they'd cut to Chuck as he's watching some of the things. Yeah, yeah. And I like when he do the clap. And then he'd fake the clap, and the audience all clapped, and he just yeah. he'd be like, "Gotcha!" Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. They don't make shows like that. So, remember, uh, remember the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Show? Whoa, with Rip Taylor. What was his name? Rip Taylor. <laughs> yeah, right? he wore the Dollar uh, Ninety Eight yeah. Beauty Show. <laughs> I don't remember that though. I you don't, don't remember the Dollar no. Ninety Eight Beauty Show? No, really. Nah. Rip Taylor had an act where he would cry all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, not to be confused with Rip Torn. How about that? Porn was a serious actor. He was right? the actor. He yeah. was in uh, yeah. Summer Rental. Summer? Wow. He was Scully. Ah. Scully's Catches of the Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sauteed yeah. lightly. And he'd, say, <laughs> and he'd say to the uh, the cook, who was a little Asian guy, hey, five Scully's of the Day. <laughs> five Scully's Catches of the Day. And he'd pull out there. They were like gross, <laughs> gross fish sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw, saw, yeah that's right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to Elvis. Um, Sorry about that. No, dude. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, may I yell at you? Topic. You're not allowed Go to say ahead. you're sorry. You're not off topic. We're, this is all a part of it, right? Go ahead. Um, so with Elvis, uh, I think, and I'm sure this is part of it. Uh, well, first of all, let's go back to a, a Gallup poll in 1997 that said 93% of the people polled, um, they believed Elvis was dead. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard when you we have such a superstar and you figure he's got all the money in the world. He's got the entire world uh, at his beck and call. 
He's got all the money, everything, everything. He can't possibly die. He's, there, there's no way he can die. We'd die before somebody like that would die. It's the same thing with Michael Jackson, with people not believing. There's no way he's dead. He's, got, he's too big to be dead. And yet, take it all away, peel the shell. They're just human beings as no, well. That's God's you know? you they, say yeah. to, they say to this day, like, people hang around Jim Morrison's grave. Yeah. Like. In France, well, correct? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yep. Hoping, and a lot yeah. of them are hoping that he'll walk up and maybe he's <laughs> there or something like that. I just think it's the stardom type of thing where it's really hard to uh, to understand. Because, first of all, it's like we, people idolize these people. Sure. You know, paintings and every album and then movies and, you know, uh, dressing like him, having Elvis in Vegas. How many thousands impersonators? Impersonators, you know. Well, so, there's a guy around here that does a really good job. Bob... Uh, didn't that Curtin guy? It was Jim Curtin. Jim Curtin for a long time. used to do it really Jim Curtin, yeah. yeah. I went to school with his son, I believe. Uh, yeah, he BBM. was from Darn. Yeah. But there's a guy, Bob Lohe, I think his okay. name is. Yeah. A, and he actually had cancer. Mm. And he does a commercial on TV. No kidding. Uh, you know, about <clears throat> excuse me, how he had cancer and he helped him beat it and, wow. and this and that. Mm. Uh, but he does a really good job. My mother-in-law loves him. Huh. But yeah, so, um, you know, obviously the world will never know uh, again. That's why I would it's ask a conspiracy Bob if I ever talked to that guy Bob. I would ask him. He he'd probably have an inside track. You think? Probably. <laughs> you think they meet up? This new Elvis movie. I don't think this guy. There's, there's is a there's special. a uh, no. See, I didn't see that. I didn't. No, see I, the, I just saw the guy interview they did like on something. He doesn't look to me. You have to look more like Elvis. Mm. I mean, he might do a good job acting like him, mm-hmm. talking like. But I think you have to sell the look. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Joaquin Phoenix's Johnny Cash? Oh, oh, I thought yeah, he loved that. I love yeah. that. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I did. I just thought he was incredible. Yeah. He's just an incredible what was the name actor, that, movie? that guy. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that movie? Cash? I Walked the Line. I Walked the Line. That's it. Yeah, he did a really good job. He actually did it. Mine, mine, mine. Didn't he sing it, too? He, he sang yeah. um, Folsom Prison, mm. Blues, uh, yeah. a couple other songs. And he did a good job singing them. He's a good actor. He's really yeah, good he's actor. fantastic. Yeah. He really is. Um, so that's what you know. There's two conspiracies we can visit them uh, periodically. Different conspiracies, but um, maybe I'll think of that tonight if I can't sleep. But yeah, I, I'll be wide awake. Listen, I'll be wide. <laughs> what if uh, if I see Elvis in the middle of it, I'm calling you? What if Elvis, <laughs> uh, you know, he was into all this crazy stuff? Like I have no problem believing that uh, he'd try to get with the FBI because that seemed like how he was. For you what? know, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like just to work with them. He seen he loved law enforcement, didn't he? And didn't yeah. uh, didn't somebody deputize who, him or something? Who was his uh, his manager? Colonel somebody or other? Colonel Parker. Colonel, Colonel Parker. Parker. That's it. But there's a guy that was went to school with Elvis and became his bodyguard named Red West. Mm-hmm. Red West. Red West was the he he went on to play in a lot of TV shows and movies. Okay. He was part of the Memphis Mafia. They called it. Okay. Memphis him and his West. him and his brother. Red West was the guy that owned the auto parts store in that movie you talked about, uh, Roadhouse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so he was the actual guy playing that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. Big guy. Uh, yeah. I'm Southern trying to think. What and, the... he, and he played on uh, Bye Bye Black Sheep. If you have Black Sheep Squadron. Yeah, Black Sheep Squadron. He was good. the mechanic. Yeah. Always smoking a cigar. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. He was I good. Of course, I'm almost positive I know who. Uh, yeah, he played in uh, Magnum. He actually did a uh, he did an uh, appearance in Magnum PI as well huh. in the A Team. Knight Rider, the pilot of Knight Rider, the Fall Guy, Simon and Simon, <laughs> uh, the Once of and Future King uh, was an episode on the Twilight Zone he was in, and uh, I think his uh, maybe one of his final appearances was Red 
Webster in Roadhouse yeah. that owned the own the apartment store. And he had a brother. I forget what the brother's name was. It was something West. Brother died young. Mm. This fella here, yeah, I knew you were talking about. Yep. Mm. Yeah, great, great picture there. Uh, he passed away in in uh, 2017 at 81 from an aortic aneurysm in the uh, Baptist Hospital in mm. native Memphis, Tennessee. I wonder why they called him Red. Uh, <laughs> man, but I'll hair. tell you, uh, what a what a filmography I'm looking at with this guy. Jeez. It helps if you're friends with Elvis. <laughs> you think? Man, oh man. Me and Elvis was mud brothers, so. He, he, had... he protected Elvis in high school. The story I heard is he didn't let anybody bother Elvis in high school. So, El, you know, when Elvis started hitting it, he, he said, yeah, you, you're nice. part of my team. Nice. Yeah, so he, uh, he actually yeah. wrote a book. Um, actually, he was, uh, he was known for being a close, competent, and bodyguard for Elvis. Upon his firing, he wrote the controversial book, Elvis, What Happened? in which he exposed the singer's dangerous drug dependence in an attempt to save him. Mm. So that's got to be sad, too, when you see your friend, you know, just oh, going yeah. south, man. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you can imagine the entourage that these people have. I mean, I've seen Tyson's entourage. That was, like, nuts. Mm -hmm. Like, to, to, to get his ear would probably be crazy. And now, who knows how many people were surrounded and wanted to party with Elvis. I mean, can you imagine that? You're hanging with, yo, let's hang out. Yeah. I was sure. Jim there for a second. Let's hang out. With yeah, that was Kurt. Do you remember Why? Kurt? Do you remember Gosh. Kurt Russell playing Elvis in a TV? Man? I do I remember that, but I don't know what it was called. I saw somebody put something on Facebook the other day. What, what do you remember, Kurt Russell? First film you remember him? Well, you you like the guy with the pad, Snake, Snake Bliskin. Uh, now, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, is what comes to mind because that was yeah. Uh, so what do you that's think comes to my mind? Yeah, he's Snake played Liskin. in uh, wider, wider. <laughs> but every time that movie's on. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I have That's to watch good. it. I watch it. Yeah. Gracie Law. Got so, two uh, girls with green eyes. <laughs> Lopan. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. How many movies did that guy that played Lopan? Oh, he's in everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. But uh, Kurt Russell played in Elvis the movie in 1979. I think it was a John Carpenter movie. But wow. Kurt was in that. John Carpenter, like The Thing? Well, John like Carpenter? Uh -huh. Same John yeah, Carpenter? I, I think so. Direct that was a crazy Oh, yeah. Direct Kurt John Russell Carpenter. was in that, yeah. too. Yeah. The Thing. The Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? But Where the guy's head sprouted uh, arms uh, like a spider uh, yeah. and just started crawling away. And he... so, so we talked about remakes last week. That's a remake from yeah. a, from a mm -hmm. 1940s movie. Yes, it is. And James Arnaz, who plays Matt Dillon, played The Thing because he was a big guy. You know? Yeah. Really? You never saw The Thing in the, in the next one. It was just, just oh. always like materializing like somebody okay. would start turning into a monster or something. Mm. Yeah, these guys were like out in the North Pole. So. Yeah, that's where, yeah, that's where it was in the, in the remake. Yeah, that was 2011, that one. And the uh, the other one, the original, was 1951. So. No, the other one was from the 80s, I would believe. Oh, well, there's, a, there's, an 80, there's a 1982 so there's remake a, as well. What do you call a third remake? Oh, my God. A remake, a tree make? A overkill? Try, yeah. Yeah, overkill. Is it. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, so that's really what we got here um, in regards to this episode. I mean, I know that sounds like nice and short, but uh, do you want to? Short and we can got to throw put, some music know, in there. Yeah. So, well, you know, got to throw some Elvis in. There. Obviously, yeah, you got to throw. All right. So let's, let me segue track. right into this. Speaking favorite of song. Elvis, what are your, your favorite, favorite Elvis songs? Bank. Caught in a trap. That's good. Can't walk out. Because I love you baby, too much, baby. <laughs> Why can't you see? What the horn? What you doing to me? Suspicious mind. That's what it's called. I couldn't get the. I couldn't. Get, I have to sing sometimes yeah. to find. The, oh, I hear you. The name. I hear you. Bob, sing, how about you, buddy? Get to the chorus. 
You ain't nothing but a hound you dog. Ain't nothing but a hound that dog. jailhouse rock. There's well, here I get well. into the more obscure Elvis, um, latest flame. I don't know if you ever heard her at the Marie, Marie's the name of my latest flame. Hmm, never heard. Oh of my it. God. That's some good stuff. I was never a huge Elvis guy, but I can appreciate Elvis. Yeah. Bruce uh, Wade Jews. Yeah. Marie. Blue I believe Step it's called Blue latest Wade flame. Jews. Yeah. Uh, let me look this up. Beatles covered that, didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't the Beatles cover that? Blue Wade Jews. They may yeah. have. And, uh, and oh, roll over Beethoven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Chuck oh, yeah, 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 Chuck, right? yeah. Burn in love. Hunk of hunk of burn. Always on my mind. That's another good one. Uh, I think it was that written by Willie Nelson. I thought. Well, there I know was, he did it. There is right? one by Willie Nelson. Yeah. yeah. But Willie Nelson wrote songs for yeah. everybody. Mm. Willie wrote that song. If it's the same one. Yeah. You don't be cruel. I like don't be cruel. So I like. I think it's the the earliest. Uh, I the like earlier. Elvis's Christmas songs. Yeah. Okay. Here comes Santa Claus. Santa Claus right now. Only Elvis sees that. One. As being a mailman, I liked uh, former mailman. I liked Return to Sender. You know, that was from the movie Girls, 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 nineteen sixty-two. Just unknown, no such number, no, no such zone. whatever, no such zone. Yeah, right. We had a quarrel. A love is spat. <laughs> Yeah, just the way those guys like yeah, him, good, Sinatra, man. like the way they could just yeah. just Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett sings. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but the you're best, the devil man. in disguise is a really good one. If you'd never heard that, man. But no, I heard that. Uh, I heard that latest flame. Um, let me just throw uh, that in there. Oh, I'm going to. I have to. Uh, it, latest it's flame. Yeah, Make it happen. It's a good one, and it was from one. Of the, it was from one of the movies. I heard he didn't like to do the movies. I don't know if that's true or not. He, he got tired of Did after, he? but. You know, because they were always like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know, everybody watched the movie like Elvis can sing, he can fight, he can he can surf. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's yeah. a boxer. Next he's going to walk on water. <laughs> yeah. He's going to jump in and beat Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Crazy. He can't die. He can do so all that stuff. It was one where he was the, uh, they called him a roustabout in the carnival. They, yeah. They'd throw people out of the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, way. yeah, roustabout. Right. <laughs> you know, 786 songs are listed mm, just wow. on this site alone. That's nuts, man. That is just absolutely crazy. But a lot of uh, the, my favorite tunes are from the movies, like that he did. They actually, you know. He, play, know. he played in a Western. And his mother was Indian. And uh, I think it was called Love Me Tender. Maybe the movie. But the, there was a song in there. Love me tender. Love, Love me true. true. Well, yeah, oh, that was a good movie. A good song. You know, it's so interesting here. They're listing some of the people who wrote for him. And it's like Hetty West, uh, Otis Blackwell. <laughs> love me tender, love me true. Don McLean. Don McLean, there you go. Wrote for him. How about that? What Neil, about Willie? Did Willie? I'm looking. Uh, Neil Diamond and the grass won't pay no mind. Huh. But uh, Don McLean wrote, And I Love You So. Oh yeah, and yeah. I love you so. Yeah, but who whose original release was that? Perry Como. Perry Como has a great go. version. Yeah, Perry uh, Como is is the is version. The version. <laughs> yeah, that's, and, uh, that's any day now. I guess we wrote that for him. Burt Bacharach and Bob. Dylan. Is that who did that? Yeah, Burt Bacharach. Yeah, yeah. Were a lot of good I heard Tom Jones' version of that. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, Tom Jones. What's new? What's yeah. again? Whoa, 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 Jimmy whoa, Reed whoa. wasn't he an old country singer? Jimmy Reed. Sounds like it. He did Jim Baby Reeves? What Baby What You Want Me To Do. What was that? 
I said, are you thinking Jim Reeves? I think Jim Reeves. Yeah, I think, yeah. Maybe. I don't know if Jim, yeah, it could be. I don't know if Jimmy Reeves is the same as Jim uh-huh. Reeves. No, it's not. Never mind. It's Tom actually, Jones is, she's a lady. Whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa, she's a lady. Uh, guess what? Oh, you you know, know, women, women used to throw their underwear and all oh, yeah. about him, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom God. Jones. The bras. That's horrible when that happens. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. He's only up there saying, as long as I get three underwear. That's huh? awful. What a what a hazard. That's what a hazard right. to have. Otis Blackwell and Elvis Presley wrote Don't Be Cruel. And Bob Dylan wrote Don't Think Twice. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Don't think twice. Yeah. Early morning rain. You know that one? By Elvis? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Guess who wrote that? Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. Did he? He's got some good tunes. Yeah, he does. Well, anyway, that's it. So is Elvis alive or is Elvis dead? Elvis dead. Philadelphia experiment never happened. (laughs) Uh, I agree. It's all a bunch of hogwash. Elvis is gone. Okay. I'm sorry, Elvis. We want to keep you alive. You're living forever within our minds and our hearts. There's a Diamond Rio song. Diamond Rio. You never walked on the moon. Elvis <laughs> ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. There you go. It's all interpretation. <laughs> to find the truth, you got to read between the lines. <laughs> there it is, Work folks. out your own frustration. <laughs> that narrow path is hardly defined. You think it's more a- than a place in the state of mind. <laughs> state of mind. It's a good song. Actually, a good song. It sounds like a good tune. It is. Uh, well, that was a good show. Talking about Elvis, talking about the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Peace. And remember, everybody plays a fool. Sometimes. Sometimes. Reefers. <laughs> Reefer madness. Reefers. A female. Living in a in an apartment complex. With two other individuals. With one of them a male and the other a female. female. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to Finding Subjects Podcast. Would you do me a favor? Please go to Facebook and follow us. That would be nice. And if you listen to the podcast, if you truly do like it, wherever you're listening from, could you give us a... I'm not going to beg. Am I going to beg? Maybe on my knees, hands and knees. Please give us a five-star rating. Tony's on his knees. I'm on my knees praying to you. Digit joint is on his knees. I'm praying to you. (laughs) No, seriously. uh, So there's this funky thing called algorithms. And uh, regardless of what you think, if you don't let the computer know what you think, then uh, we stay in obscurity forever. You might be fine with that, but uh, the only way to get known, the only way to get pushed up the charts just a little bit is a review. So if you would do that and be so kind, you know, not like the one person that I knew that actually did a two-star review that thinks I don't know who it was, but I did. Wow. Uh-huh. A little bit of investigative two work. Two-star. Mm-hmm. Totally not that I'm going to haunt you all down, but, you know, hey, just, you know, do, it, do what you feel is right. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, thanks again, and we'll talk to you. Goodbye. Later. Bye.